You're listening to the Church 2911 Sermons Podcast. You can find notes for this message along with more information about our church at church2911.com. Here's Jeff Robinson with this week's message. Good morning, and I hope you're having a great Memorial Day weekend. Uh, I'm Jeff Robinson, and I'm so glad to get to share this morning. And um, to continuing on with what we've been doing with this new normal series, uh, I wanted to share a little bit today from the book of Nehemiah, about Nehemiah. Um, the really cool thing about Nehemiah is most historians, if you go back and look, they actually can prove that Nehemiah is a real person. Uh, it actually happened in history. King Artaxerxes really was a, a Babylonian king during his time. And so for me, that was a really cool thing to know that this is something that, uh, while other people say the Bible's made up, this is something that really happened. And if you read the story, you find that Nehemiah had a really cool normal going on. Nehemiah was the cupbearer of the king. Now, cupbearer sounds kind of weird. It sounds like maybe a servant or somebody comes around and fills your glass at a restaurant. But in these times, a cupbearer was actually somebody who was very important to the king, somebody he trusted, somebody who could, uh, who, who really had to do a lot because there were people that tried to poison him, people tried to kill him. And this was the person who made sure that whenever the, cu- the king was given his cup of wine, uh, that everything was safe and it was safe to drink. So he had this position and he was in a pretty good spot. And then he saw a need. His brother came to visit and he asked, how was our homeland doing after the exile? He wanted to hear stories that things were still going well, but instead what he heard was that the, the gates had been burned, uh, that the, the wall had been broken down, and that the people were in disarray. This really broke the heart of Nehemiah. He saw a need and he was, he was so crushed by it that the Bible says that he spent all night, he didn't eat, he didn't drink, he didn't sleep. He prayed and fasted all night long and he prepared to go see the king the next morning. Now. Many of us run into situations where we see a need. Sometimes it's something uh, close by to us. Sometimes it's something that's going on in our country or even in the world, and we're affected by it. Maybe we can't sleep. Maybe we can't eat. And it's interesting that sometimes, you know, we, we try to help with that, and other times we try to push that down. Nehemiah saw this need, and he knew that something had to be done. So after praying and fasting all night, he went to the king the next morning. And the Bible says that he walked in and he was, he was really upset and, and almost depressed. And the king asked him, he said, you've never come in looking like this before. What's wrong? And he said, well, first, if it pleases the king, I'd like some time off so I could go back to my homeland to repair the wall. And so the king looked at him. He said, done. What else? And so now he's like, okay, I've got a little boldness here. Um, if it also pleases the king, uh, I would like for you to, to write papers so that I could go, so I could pass through other lands to get there, and then I can go and know that the, I have your blessing. And the king said, done. So now feeling really, up, uh, feeling really good about it, he decided to take one more thing. He said, and if it pleases the king, he said, if I could talk to the royal timbers and I could have wood to rebuild the walls, to rebuild the gate, and to build my house that I'll stay in while I'm there. And the king looked at him and he said, it's done. And so because he had prayed and because he had sought and because he had, uh, he had asked God's help, God paved the way and gave him what he needed. And so Nehemiah left to go back to his homeland to take care of it and to embrace his new normal. So as he goes off to embrace his new normal, he heads back to, to the land of Israel so that he can rebuild the gates around Jerusalem and he can rebuild the city wall. And as he goes, you know, there are things that he encountered as he went. And just as us, when we see an opportunity and we see a need and we follow God and begin to do that, we're going to encounter similar things to what Nehemiah did. The first thing that he encountered is that there were people there who didn't want him to rebuild the wall. 
Sanballat and Tobiah were two of the men that the Bible talks about. And you, you can read all of this in the book of Nehemiah. And so as Sanballat and Tobiah came to him, they, uh, they tried to discourage him. And they said, you can't do this. You can't go against the king. You can't do, you can't do what you're supposed to do. And so Nehemiah knew that, number one, he had talked to the king and knew that he had prayed to his king. And so as he went about his business, we have to remember that sometimes that there are going to be people who are going to try to bring us down. They're going to tell us that what we're doing is not right, that what we're doing shouldn't be done. But when God calls you to do something new, it's time to do something new. You know, as a church at 2911, there are a lot of exciting things going on. You heard Pastor Rick talk last week, and uh, hopefully you saw the, the video that we had about the, the potential building that we're looking at. And, you know, God is leading us to do some new things. All churches right now, as we're coming out of this COVID, are looking at a new normal and some new things. And things are going to look different. And there are going to be people that are going to say, you can't do things that way because we've never done it that way. But when God calls you to do something and God gives you the motivation and God gives you the courage, that we have to do that and we have to follow God. And we can see amazing things happen. Now, as Nehemiah goes in and he faces these things, the one thing that Nehemiah understood was that he had to be a neighbor and a person among these people. The first thing is that the king gave Nehemiah what he needed because number one, Nehemiah did his job and he did it well. As Christians, we should be the people that our employers want more than anything. They shouldn't, want, they, they shouldn't say, I don't want any of these Christians because they're always asking off or they're always wanting to do. They should say, I want five more like that. These guys, these guys may not want to work on Sunday or they may not want to do this, but they, be, they give me their very best when they're here. And that's what Nehemiah did, and God rewarded that through the king. But the next thing that he did is Nehemiah went into this, uh, as he went back to his homeland, and he began to rebuild this and began to work. Nehemiah became a neighbor to these. When you read the story, you find that uh, he was appointed the governor of this area by the king. And as such, he was given a food allowance. He was given food. He was given many things. And the Bible says that Nehemiah refused to use the food allowance that he was given. Instead of, instead of taking that money and doing things, that he ate the food that was provided there. And, and he made sure that the money was there. He shared the food that he had with all the other workers. When he saw that many of the people... If you go back and you read the history, a lot of these people had been uh, during the, they've been exiled. They've been sold into slavery. And so many of these many of these Israelites, as they went back, they helped buy their brothers out of slavery. They helped buy some of their uh, some of their land back. And so as such, they held the title to that and they were required to pay it back. And as Nehemiah, these guys began to work and they began to do things alongside Nehemiah. People, they, they were owed this money. And they began to run into trouble because they said, I can't miss work. I can't afford to do this. We can't continue to build the wall. And Nehemiah understood, and he's lended money to these guys. And he went to the others and he said, we're all brothers here. He said, we helped buy their land back. We helped buy them out of slavery. And now we're going to put them back into slavery because they can't afford to pay our tax. And so he began to work that out. And he knew that his requirement was that he be a brother to these guys. As such, these guys worked together and they worked hard for him. Now, here's my challenge for us as a church, especially as Church 2911, but all churches, when we move into our communities and we begin to do things, it's up to us to know that there are people there, they need help and they need God. We need to go in not looking what can this community do for us, but what can we do for our community? As Christians, we have to look at things not so much that I'm having to, my freedoms are being taken away from me, but that just like Jesus, I'll gladly lay my freedom down if it means that I can help save someone else. 
Nehemiah was an example for us to do this. Nehemiah's new normal became that he went and he spent 12 years in this land rebuilding it. He eventually went back to King Artaxerxes, but he, he didn't stay. He went back to his land to make sure that everything, everything went smoothly and all the changes they had done continued. So the challenge for you this morning, 2911, and all of you guys that are watching this morning, the challenge is this. What are we doing to make sure that we are making a difference in our community? Do we go into a new place? As 2911, if, as we begin to prepare to move into a new area, do we go into that place looking for what they can do? Or do we go and see and how can we bless this community? As God gives us opportunities with new jobs, as God gives us opportunities with things at home, do we look at it as to what, what can it benefit me? Or do we look at it as how can I use this to further the kingdom of God? I know it's easy to say, but it's what God is calling us to do. Just last week, as we were, many of the leaders met and we were praying over the, the property and we were looking at some things, and the one thing that God really laid on my heart was that we were to be neighbors. We were to be neighbors that, that people wanted to be there. And so the one thing that I think that really, I hope you'll pray with me about is that we can do everything that we do to be godly people, that people see us and they don't, they don't see us as simply somebody coming in to take advantage of their area. They don't see us as somebody coming in to, to simply get what we can or to build a brand, but they see us coming in to be a blessing and to be a neighbor and to work together. So this morning, if you have a need, we want to help you. We want to be neighbors. And you can, you can visit the website. You can, go to, uh, you, you can go to our Facebook page. There are so many places to do that, and we'd love to pray with you. But right there where you are this morning, I'd like to pray with you. And I would like to encourage you for us to work together and to help you to find a way that you could be a neighbor to those around you. Can we pray with me? Father God, we are so grateful for this opportunity this morning. And God, we pray that not just as a church and not just as a Christian, not just as individuals, but together as friends and family, God, that we will, we will search for ways to be neighbors. We will search for ways to be a blessing to others, God, and live in such a way that people will see us and say, I don't know what they have, but that's what I want. That may not look like what Christian or what church is that I think, but whatever they have, I know it's real and that's what I want. God, help us to be that kind of that kind of blessing to those around us. We ask it in your awesome and beautiful and matchless name. Amen. Guys, thank you so much for being with us today. And I hope that God can help you be a neighbor this week. If you need prayer, we'd love to pray with you. You can email our prayer team at prayer at church2911.com or text us at 205-476-2911. You can learn more about our church by visiting church2911.com or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at church2911. Thanks for listening to the 2911 Sermons Podcast. We hope you know that God has an amazing dream for you. And as always, we dare you to dream.